Our kids should do a great job telling the Christmas story and singing it, don't they? Would you give just another round of applause? They're all up there. Great job, guys. And great job to our Illuminations team. What a cool ministry that is that we have around here. Uh, if you don't know me, I'm Doug Moss. Yeah, clap for them too. Yeah, give them a separate one. Yeah, they're good. So uh, I'm Doug Moss. I'm one of the pastors here at Pathfinder Church. And, uh, and honestly, our kids have done such a good job telling the story. I don't really feel like I need to go over that with you again, the Christmas story. But maybe just to comment on one, one thing, one aspect of the story that sticks out uh, to me. And, uh, and it's that here we are. We've taken a break from the hecticness, the busyness of the season. And I'm so glad that you're all here with me now just pausing and just enjoying this moment, witnessing this beautiful thing that our kids are doing and reflecting on this Christmas story. It's so hard to do that most of the time. I feel like we spend so much of our lives just looking down, trying to get from thing to thing to thing uh, that we, we don't even notice all of the amazing things that are going on all around us. As a modern day prophet uh, said, life moves pretty fast. Uh, if you don't stop and look around once in a while, you might miss it. And that's so true, metaphorically, but it's also true, literally. You should check this out. The one that gets me the most, it's not the splashiest of them, the guy that walks into the wall. Like, it's one thing to not notice a fountain that's right at foot level. There's a wall in front of him, and he ran right into it. And the question for me is always, what was so important on their phone that they need to be paying attention to that when they're walking in a street, there's traffic. And yet that's not just them, right? Like that's, that's all of us. We, we are so often looking down, focused on something, and we're missing the world around us. And so I, I wonder, what was it that was so important on their phone? What, was, what is it that's so important in our own lives that we're paying attention to instead of the things that are going on around us? And with that thought in mind, I, I want to just look again at one moment from this Christmas story from Luke chapter 2. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night, looking down at their sheep, the thing they were supposed to be doing. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor 
rests. What an amazing thing. But here's my question for us this morning. How many people missed that moment? An army of angels lit up the sky, and the Bible tells us the only people who noticed were the shepherds. But this isn't like a a one small thing or an isolated thing or like a little spotlight on one area of town. This was angels lighting up the sky. In my neighborhood, there was a weird noise a week ago in our entire neighborhood app, like lit up for like the next two hours. Anyone know what that noise was? I don't know. What do you think it was? Right, Right? You're supposed to notice things when they happen. Angels lit up the sky and nobody noticed except the shepherd. They were all looking down, trying to just get through life, next thing to next thing to next thing. And when this amazing moment of great joy happened, they all missed it. And I don't know about you, but I feel like that describes my life a lot. My wife and I, we've, we've actually really noticed how much time we spend on our phones. That Apple made an update a few months ago that it now tells you exactly how much time a day you spend on your phone. And it was disconcerting, to say the least. And so we decided, you know, we noticed that we're, when we're hanging out with our family, when we're with our kids, these things that bring us the most joy in the world, so often we're on our phone. Oh, it's, it's dinner time. We're on our phone because, you know, otherwise the talking is just nonstop. Or it's bedtime and they're brushing teeth and we're on our phone because it's boring to watch kids brush their teeth. And so we're just on our phone, on our phone. And so we resolved a couple of months ago to, to leave the phones away, to put them away in the bedroom. When we're home, we want to just be home with our family. And what's amazing is two things that I want to share with you. Two things are amazing. One is how joyful our family moments often are. How fun and inane the conversations can be if we just roll with them and go wherever they go. Like just last week, my son asked me, Dad, were you around when they built the pyramids? (laughs) Okay, like this is... And this was this amazing, delightful moment. And I I texted his grandparents and I said, guess how old he thinks you must be. (laughs) It was this great, joyful moment. That That was lesson one, is how joyful it is when we actually stop and pay attention to these things that are already in our lives. But here's realization number two. My wife and I still go back to our phones. It's hard. It's, it's still resistance. We have to overcome inertia because it's still so tempting to get the phones back out, even when you've experienced the joy of the things going on around you. And it's this cruel irony that we live in a society that profits off of promising us joy on our devices, if we just buy the right things, if we get the right presents, if we just have the right stuff, and if we look down at all the things that our society can provide us, It says we'll find peace and joy and contentment. But what I've learned, and even though it's still hard to live this way, what I've learned is all those things provide me, all the things that I look down at, all they give me is distraction. They can distract me from life. They can't actually bring me joy. There is one thing and one thing only that brings joy to the world. And he was born in a manger 2,000 years ago. And when we stop looking down and letting ourselves get distracted, when we look up to the heavens where there is a glorious light shining, not just angels once in a while, but the light of a God who shines in the darkness, we find something far greater than anything looking down can show us. 
In fact, God predicted that he was going to do this for us. All the way back, his prophet Isaiah said this. He, he told God's people that this was going to happen. He said, arise and shine, for God's light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness is over the peoples, but the Lord rises upon you and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look about you. All assemble and come to you. Your sons come from afar, your daughters carried on the hip, and then you will look and be radiant. Your heart will throb and swell with joy. The wealth on the seas will be brought to you. To you, the riches of the nations will come. This is the picture that Isaiah paints that the Christmas story tells that the light of God, the joy of all nations is on us now. And the saddest thing about us looking down isn't just that we miss bits and pieces of life and family, it's that we miss the joy and the light that God wants us to have that's right there shining on us if we would only look up. My favorite comic strip of all time uh, is a comic uh, called Calvin and Hobbes. And there's one particular strip that I read years and years ago, and yet it's always rung so true for me. It's this one. As Calvin's going through school, and all the slog and the boringness and ordinariness, wake up, get up, shut up, listen up, throw up, mix up, goof up, hurry up, and all of these things piling on. But at the end of the day, school is out, and things finally start looking up. This is our life. Not because school is out, although it is, yay kids! <laughs> but because the joy and the light of the world has come. Christ was born and no longer does the darkness overwhelm. No longer do we need to, to settle for distraction. We can look up and find joy. Amen. Would you pray with me? Lord God, thank you for, for showing us from the beginning that you wanted to bring joy and light into our lives. Lord God, help us to expose in our own hearts those things that we turn to instead of you, those things that we look to to find fulfillment or look down to get through life and instead just find distraction and a connecting of one moment to the next. Lord, flood our hearts in this Christmas season with your love, your joy. Let your light shine upon us and chase away the dark. We pray all this in your holy name, amen. Now we've already done a few songs, but uh, in my opinion, it wouldn't be Christmas if we didn't do Silent Night. So even though it's daytime out there, it's Silent Night in here. Would you all, would you all please?